Hello and welcome to the Body Shepherd Podcast. This show gives the guidance you need for the fit life you want. Hosted by Dan Crass, Certified Personal Trainer and Owner of Body Shepherd. Hey there, this is Dan, your Certified Personal Trainer and Owner of Body Shepherd. Glad you're joining me today. Alright, so you've heard me bring this topic up a number of times and we've included it in a number of episodes but I think it needs its own episode because I'm telling you, if there's one thing that I get resistance on and pushback from with with clients and personal training and we start talking about nutrition, the number one thing I get, get some flack over is the fact that you have to measure your food. So on today's episode, that's what we're going to talk about, measuring your food. So there's a couple of big ideas here that, that we need to just face head on. And I just want to say right off the gate, that out the gate that when I say measuring your food, I have to I have to start that by referring to the to another episode on this podcast where we talked about logging your food. Okay, these things go hand in hand, obviously, but they are mutually exclusive in the fact that you have to measure something in order to log it, but you don't necessarily have to start doing both right right away. So what I've advised and what I advise with with all Body Shepherd clients is to just start logging your food, okay? Just start logging, get a sense of what you're eating, and start there. Eventually, I'm going to ask you to start measuring your food before you log it, and that's because we need to get a really good idea of what you're actually eating and how that is impacting your training goals because what you eat directly impacts the results you get from training. You have heard it said, and I will repeat it, that you cannot, I repeat, you cannot out-train a bad diet. If all you're eating is junk or high carbohydrates, if you're super low on protein and you're just, you know, pounding down the Diet Cokes and the car, you know, the sugary drinks all day, every day, then you can't out-train that, okay? Your body's just not going to have a way of dealing with that that doesn't include storing that energy, even from your Diet Cokes and whatever, you know, think thing you think is healthy, it's going to be stored as body fat. So piggy tailing on that, what you think is healthy. This, this to me, this to me is the, is the, the crux, the, the central point of, of logging and measuring your food. Okay. The reason why I'm so big on people measuring their food is because I need you to get to a point of humility that you understand that you don't know what you're doing. Let me repeat that. I need you to get to a point of understanding that you believe that you don't know what you're doing when it comes to food. I'm telling you that as a former morbidly obese man, as someone who has helped people uh, get out of states of uh, being overweight or obese, that until you come to that point of realization that you don't know what you're doing and you're willing to act on it, you are going to you're going to fail over and over and over. You have to hit bottom. You have to realize that you don't know what you're doing. And when you don't know what you're doing, just as with anything else in life, you have to reach out for help. You have to start uh, measuring your steps and taking deliberate actions. And that's where really what measuring your food is all about. So practically speaking, when I say you don't know what you're doing, what I'm saying is you don't know what two tablespoons of peanut butter really looks like. You don't know what three or four ounces of beef or chicken or fish or steak or whatever it looks like. You don't know what a cup of rice really looks like. 
Um, that's the kind of practical stuff that measuring your food is going to fix because as you measure your food and you get that into your life as a habit and, and then eventually part of your lifestyle, uh, a funny thing happens. Just like anything else in life, you know, when you learn how to ride a bike or, or anything like that, um, you begin to learn and you correct your eye and you, be, you correct your mind and you begin to learn, okay, this is what two tablespoons of peanut butter really looks like. This is what a cup of rice really looks like. This is what three to four ounces of protein really looks like. And the only way that works is if you start from a point of humility where you're just like, you know what? I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. I'm so passionate about this particular point because I've encountered person after person after person um, that I've helped in training who starts working with me and we haven't even really dove deeply into nutrition yet, but they, they take on a, a belief that just because they're working with a personal trainer, that all of a sudden that what they think they know to be the right way of eating is now the right way of eating for, for their bodies. And there's this, there's this kind of mix of um, ignorance and arrogance that ends up sabotaging them and a lot of times we just have to work through that. We have to work through the fact that, okay, well, you know, we're really working hard at the gym and you think you're, you know, you're not listening to me when it comes to measuring your food and yet you're, the scale's not moving and your clothes aren't fitting looser. Gee, what could be the problem? Um, maybe you don't know what you're doing in the kitchen after all. Maybe, maybe tracking and logging, measuring your food like I've suggested from the beginning, is the way to do it because I bet if we did, I bet we would find that you're ingesting a lot more calories than you than your body actually needs. I bet that your carbohydrates are way, way high. I bet you're ingesting a ton of sugars within those carbohydrates. I bet that if we had actual data to work with, we could pinpoint this thing right away. And that's really, really the big benefit, um, the main benefit of measuring your food. So I don't want to belabor this more, but this is the this is the the key thing that if you're going to get serious about making a fit lifestyle, measuring your food has to be part of it. Now, I have gone through periods of time where I will measure my food for um, six months or three months for for a finite period of time, and then I will purposely not measure my food for a period of time after that, and just see how my body responds. Do you know have I truly learned what? Uh, what the measurements look like. From doing that for years, I have come to the conclusion that I am particularly dense when it comes to this topic, and so I just measure my food by default every single day. It takes literally maybe 30 seconds to, you know, add it into my my uh, meal to measure the food. It's it's minuscule in the grand scheme of things. It takes so. So little time, in fact, that the $12 food scale I bought from Amazon years ago, uh, 2014, I believe, uh, is still using the same batteries it came with because I'm using it for such quick bursts of time. Folks, it doesn't take a long time to measure your food at all. You just figure out a way. You just learn by doing it. And once you do it over and over and over, you get quicker and quicker and quicker. And so for me, I can say that now just by default, I just measure my food. And it, you know, the results speak for themselves. I'm in my 40s. I'm in the best shape of my life. And that's because I train hard and I've taken control over what I eat. 
So your homework, here's what you're going to do. I want you to go to walmart.com or amazon.com or go to a store and just buy a food scale. They cost anywhere from 12 to 15 bucks just for your baseline food scale. If you want to get something fancier, fine. But for the point and purposes of what I'm saying in this podcast and what I tell all my clients, you don't need something fancy. Just get some, just, you know, the cheap one that you can find. Like I said, I use one from Amazon. It costs 12 bucks. Okay. If you if you want a link to it, email me. I'll send you a direct link to the exact food scale that I use as sold on Amazon. So you're going to buy a food scale and you're just going to start by measuring one meal a day. If that's, if that's too much of a big ask, then just measure the protein. I just want you to learn what three or four ounces of protein looks like, or two tablespoons of peanut butter looks like, or one cup of vegetables or rice really looks like. The point here is that I want you to see that it's, it's not, I want you to see that it's not what you thought it was, that in fact you are eating a lot more than you realize. That's your homework. If you do that, I promise you, you'll see how quick and easy it is. And hopefully I've been convincing enough that you'll, you'll want to start to make a habit out of this. So that's it. Thanks for your listening to this episode. There's a lot more episodes uh, to the Body Shepherd podcast, and I hope you'll, you'll uh, listen to all of them. And, and if you are so inclined, please get in touch with me. And if you would like to become a client or talk about uh, setting some goals and becoming a client of Body Shepherd, I would love to hear from you. You can head over to bodyshepherd.com. That's B-O-D-Y-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D.com. And just shoot me a message and let me know what you think. As always, I have to give a big thanks to Kiki from Adapt and Overcome Fitness. Be sure to check them out over on Instagram. While you're there, check out Body Shepherd as well. As I end every single correspondence with every client that I have, I always say the only direction we're going, the only way forward is onward. Have a good day.